all of it fell on me because I hadn't built a business that was prepared for the success that we were having. I hadn't built a business that had any kind of structure. I hadn't built a business that was prepared for that kind of success. And so every single thing had to roll up to me. There was no taking a break from my business. And there was a point where I broke and I thought, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this business. I want to be able to see my kids. I can't do this for the next 10 years. Hey there, CEOs. My name is Brandi Gar, and I'm on a mission to help you, the wedding industry entrepreneur, to build a profitable wedding business that you love. Welcome to the Wedding Pro CEO Podcast. On today's show, I am answering all of your most burning questions. A few weeks ago, I dropped a thread in our community on Facebook, the Wedding Pro CEO community, and I asked you, if we were having a cup of coffee at a cute little cafe, what would you want to ask me? What questions do you have to help you take your business to the next level? And today I'm answering some of those questions right here on the podcast. So I'm going to invite you to grab a warm cup of coffee and get comfy because here are the answers to all of the questions that you asked in the Facebook community. Okay. The first question is, what is the number one thing you would do if you were trying to quit your job and go full time? This is such a great question. I know that so many of our listeners are in the same position where they're trying to think, okay, what can I do? I want to go full time this year in my business, but I just don't know how. The very first thing I want you to do is I want you to figure out how much money you need to make from your business. So that doesn't mean how much you need to sell. It means how much you need to pay yourself from your business in order to quit your full-time job. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean your full-time salary, okay? Because that could be really difficult at first, especially if you make a pretty good salary where you are right now. I want you to think about how much do you actually take home of your paycheck? Because at least in the beginning of your business, you're gonna be able to just transfer money to yourself. You're gonna be able to take draws from your business. And the next thing I want you to think about is, are there any adjustments to your lifestyle that you could make for maybe a 12 to 18 month period where you can scale back on some of your expenses, maybe some of the luxuries that you have, or is there anything that you could sell or do to make your monthly net be lower. The reason for that is because when you're starting a business, it is very, very difficult to get that pay up really, really fast, right? There's lots of expenses that you have in the beginning. So if you can reduce the amount that you need to take out of your business in the beginning, you can quit your job so that you've got more time to really ramp up those sales. But there is going to be a period of time where you may not be able to take quite the full amount. So I always encourage my students to really think about, is there anything that you have as part of your lifestyle right now that if you were to quit your full-time job, you may not need? That could be things like maybe you don't necessarily need a cleaning service for your house, or you don't need to send your laundry out, or maybe you don't need to go out to dinner so often. Maybe you can cook more so that you can really scale back how much you're spending. I'm not necessarily telling you to do any of these things. I'm just giving you some suggestions of things that you can do to scale back your expenses. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to talk with your partner or your spouse. If you have one, that needs to be part of this decision. I want you to really talk through, okay, here's how much I think I can bring in from my business the first 12 months, and then after that, I can scale it up to this. Can we live on these dollar amounts as I'm starting to really grow my business? It's really, really important that your partner or your spouse have buy-in if they are part of that business decision. 
if you are single or you're just dating somebody or your spouse isn't part of that decision, that's totally fine. But you're going to need your partner or your spouse's buy-in if you want them to support you. You want to share with them what it is that your goals are and what the next steps are so that they can really buy into that process with you and help cheer you along and not be constantly asking, when are you going to make money from this business, right? The last one is I want you to set a date. I want you to actually put a date on the calendar. So when I quit my full-time job a long time ago now, it's been over 15 years ago that I quit my job. I had a really, really, really good job. I loved my job. I worked for a fabulous company. I was planning corporate events and I really wanted to be doing that. But I had decided that I was going to start my own business and I knew that I wanted to move forward with that. So I had the conversation with my husband. We decided how much that we could live on and how much my business would need to pay me. We got completely on board with each other about it. And then I set a date. So we actually decided that date around Christmas time. And we decided that June 15th would be my last day at my job. And so I gave myself about six months to really, really ramp up the sales that I needed for my business in order to make enough money from my business that my husband and I had agreed on. Now, our amount was very low. I honestly think it was like $18,000 a year. It was a very small amount of money. I was making way more than that at my corporate job, but we knew that we could survive on his income plus about $18,000 from me for a decent amount of time. I think we gave ourselves 12 months with that income. We knew that we could survive on that and that I really would have to go full-time by June in my business to start making even more. Because having a full-time job and a child, which we had a one-year-old at the time, and trying to ramp up your business is really, really difficult. So we set that date. I knew that I had to have everything moving and shaking and I had to have a certain amount of sales by that date. The reason I encourage you to set a date is because otherwise it will always be someday or one day. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but one day and someday don't exist. They never actually seem to happen. So setting a date and really pushing yourself and sharing that date with others, your spouse, your partner, a friend, a colleague, sharing that date with others will really help you to hold yourself accountable to that because they're going to keep asking you how you're doing on that goal. And then the last thing I would just tell you is if this is what you want, you have to have that fire in your belly. You've got to want it and you've got to say, I am going to go for it no matter what. Like I've decided how much money I need to make. I decided on a date and I am going to go the heck after it. Like I'm going to chase this because this is what I want for the next stage of my life. So for so many of you out there that are listening that are like, I want to quit my job this year, stop saying I want to and start making an actionable plan that you can actually implement. Set the date, set in motion the things that need to happen before that date and then go accomplish them no matter what, accomplish those tasks. So question number two is, how can we develop a strong routine where we keep ourselves accountable to get things done on a daily basis instead of getting distracted by our personal life? Uh, I love this question because this is so easy to do, right? When you're working from home and you're your own boss and there's nobody telling you what to do, it can be so easy to get distracted by all of the things. So here's what I would tell you to do. Make sure you block personal time in your calendar. I think we all forget about that. We forget that we're human beings. We forget that we have family and friends that want our attention. And we need that in our life. We need these people in our life. We need downtime. We need time to just like sit and watch Netflix or 
go get a mani-pedi or just to relax. I have three very busy children and my husband and I run two businesses. So I have to block things like their volleyball games. I have to block things like dentist appointments or honestly, just running them around town. I have to block those things in my calendar. I have to block out times where I can schedule appointments, where I can go to their school and do things with them. If I don't block that in, then what happens is that everything else gets booked on top of it. And then I don't have time. I also think about things like having lunch with friends or grabbing coffee with friends or making time to have coffee with my husband. This year, one of our goals is to make sure that we set aside time every single week for him and I to have breakfast, to really get together and focus on things like our marriage, our kids, and our business. So we want to be able to set aside that time and keep it. But if I don't block that time in first, then the business is going to take the time. And I'll tell you from experience, last year, my husband and I said we were going to set aside this time on our calendars, but we never blocked it out. And every single week, something else booked over that time. I think we met less than five times last year. And so I'm absolutely not letting that happen. It's so important to block that personal time into your calendar. Next thing I would tell you about this is to make sure that you know what actually moves the needle in your business. I think a lot of times we are just so busy with just random tasks and none of it moves the needle. And so you get frustrated and then you're just like, I don't want to do anything today because nothing's actually helping me grow. You want to avoid that frustration. Know what tasks in your business actually help you grow and what move the needle And then really focus on getting those tasks done every day. And then think about either outsourcing or delegating some of the things that you hate doing that don't bring you joy, Marie Kondo, your business, and really think about outsourcing or delegating those to someone else. And the last thing that I would tell you to do is to make your list of to-dos for the next day, the day before. I love this. I actually do it on Mondays. You guys have heard me talk about that. CEO Mondays. I think that they're so important. I make my list for the rest of the week. I block it into my calendar for the rest of the week. So every day when I sit down to my computer, I know what actually has to be done that day. Either do that on Mondays or each day before you walk away from your computer, write a list of the things that have to get done the next day. Why is this important? I'm sure you guys have felt this way before, but when you sit down to your computer right in the beginning of the day, there's nothing worse than just kind of like, hmm, I don't know what I should be doing right now, right? I know you guys have felt that. I have felt that where I sit down and I just think there's so many things that I could be working on, but I don't actually know what needs to happen first. So then you just start getting distracted by silly things like emails that are popping up into your computer or TikTok or notifications from Instagram. So what I would tell you is, Make sure that you know that you set aside what tasks need to be done each day before that day starts so that when you sit down to your computer, you're like, okay, these are the things that have to get done today and you just start digging in. I really hope that these tips will help you to not get distracted by all the personal things. And at the end of the day, it's really a mindset of saying, I'm going to be focused when I'm working and I'm going to not think about work when I'm not working. And I know that's really, really challenging for an entrepreneur, but I promise you, if you can really work on that mindset of when I'm working, I'm working. And when I'm not, I'm not. It will help you so much to be focused when you are working. Okay, question number three is how long before you actually understood all the things about a legit budget? I laughed when I got this question, mainly because I know who asked it. And she is so funny because she's always like, the numbers just all 
mix up in my head. And I totally get that. My husband quit his job 10 years ago. And shortly after he quit his job to start working with me at Blush, he asked me, how much does it cost us to do a wedding? And I laughed and I was like, it doesn't cost us anything to do a wedding because it's just our time. Like we don't, we don't actually have an expense. It's just our time. And so now you know that I can't believe I actually said that out loud. It makes me want to melt into the ground that I said it's just our time because our time is our only non-renewable resource. Like it's our most valuable resource because we only get so much of it every single day, right? And so when he asked me that, I was actually really very frustrated with him and myself. Really, at the end of the day, I was frustrated with myself because I didn't have the answer to that question. And I knew I should have the answer to that question. I knew I should know how much it costs us to do a wedding. I should know how much our expenses were every month. But what we were doing is money would come in and money would go out. And as long as the bills were paid, I kind of was just like, I guess that's fine. But I did always have this like gut feeling that that wasn't a great way to run our business. Like I could never forecast how much was going to come in in the following month. I had no idea how much was going to be coming in. I just prayed that there would be enough. And then if there was extra at the end of the month, then we would maybe buy something new or we would be like, oh, we can go to this conference. But then the next month we would be short. It felt like a really icky way to run my business. And so when my husband asked me that, it really sat in my gut. Like I was super angry with him for asking because I didn't like being called out, right? Heavenly sandpaper, as I call him, it hurts, but you know, it's a good thing. And so I set out to really find out. I was like, I have to know this. I can't run a successful business if I don't understand how the money comes in and how much I need to be able to run my business so that I'm never under and I'm never over. I want to make sure that I know exactly how much it costs me to run my business. And so I really had to seek out that information. So I would say in answer to this question, it took me about seven years of running a business before I started to even want to know this information. And then it probably took me another year or two to really, really understand. I can still remember Googling for hours. How do I know if my packages are profitable? How do I know if my service-based business is profitable? And y'all, I couldn't figure out the answer. There's so much information for product-based businesses out there. It's like, here's your cost and multiply it by this. And then your retail is this. But there isn't that information for service-based businesses. And so that is a major reason why I'm so passionate about teaching profit and teaching finances because yes, you should have a bookkeeper. You should have a CPA that's helping you with like tax law and your actual cash flow. But as a business owner, you absolutely must understand how much money comes in, how much money goes out, what your break even is, and if your packages are profitable and by how much. It is not an excuse to just say, I don't understand because I can help you with it. I promise I can. And I talk about it in a way that's not like a CPA or a bookkeeper because I'm not either of those things. I talk about it in a way that's as a business owner, here's the numbers you need to know and here's how you figure it out. And so, yeah, it took me about seven years before I wanted to know. And it took a really punch in the gut question from my husband to go seek out the answer. So here's your punch in the gut. If you don't know what your break even is every single month and you don't know what your cash flow is, here's your punch in the gut. As a business owner, you should know those numbers. 
And if you don't, come over to the Wedding Pro CEO community and let me know and I'll help you. All right. The last question that I'm answering today on the podcast is, what has been your biggest struggle personally while building your business? Oh, I kind of got all up in my feels the other night when I was pulling these questions and thinking about my answers because honestly, the answer to this question is um, success has been my biggest struggle in my business. And here's why I say that. Seven years ago, we really started to get all of the success that I thought I wanted when I started my business. We were being referred by every major venue in town. We had an incredible reputation. I had a huge team of wedding planners. We were managing a venue. We had so much going on. And it it felt like I thought that it was everything I'd ever wanted. I wanted to be the biggest business in town. I wanted to be the best business in town. And I genuinely feel like we had accomplished that. The challenge was on the back end, I hated everything about my business. My kids were young and I felt like I never saw them. I felt like I was on a hamster wheel all the time. 100% of the time, I felt like if I closed my eyes, even for a second, that everything would come crashing down around me. 100% of my time had to be dedicated to my business because I was the only person that knew all of the things. I was the only person that could make sure that everything was running on a daily basis. I was still doing all of our sales myself. I was still very, very involved with managing our venue. I had to go on site if a houseman didn't show up along with my husband. I was still doing all the ordering and all the scheduling. All of it fell on me because I hadn't built a business that was prepared for the success that we were having. I hadn't built a business that had any kind of structure. I hadn't built a business that was prepared for that kind of success. And so every single thing had to roll up to me. There was no taking a break from my business. And there was a point where I broke and I thought, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this business. I want to be able to see my kids. I can't do this for the next 10 years. And the problem with that was that our business, Blush, was 100% of the income coming into our family. And here I was having built a business that from the outside looked incredible. And on the inside was literally stealing my soul every single day. And I hated it. And I wanted to throw it all away. So instead, I shared that with my husband and he encouraged me to really focus on building, rebuilding our business from the inside out again and to really learn about building a business and not a job. Because I had started in the industry because I felt like I was just a great planner. I loved planning events. I was really, really good at it. I was a corporate event planner before I had my business. I got into the business like most of us do because I was a great planner. And I found success because of that, but I hadn't learned the business side yet. And so the biggest struggle in my business was success, that I hadn't taken the time to learn how to build a business instead of just doing all the things. And so again, that's why I'm so passionate about it. I think your mess becomes your message, right? And my mess that my business was back then, we had to implode our entire business We restructured the entire thing. We went from having 11 contractors doing weddings to having four full-time employees. We blew up the whole thing and restructured the entire thing, but I had to learn how to build my business from the inside out in a way that was prepared for scale, in a way that could do 200 events in a year and I could pick and choose the ones that I wanted to do. And so that is why I'm so passionate about it. I want to help other wedding pros to not have to go through what I went through. I want you to build a business from the inside out the right way first 
Some of you, I guarantee are listening to me and are like, I'm there right now. Like I hate my business. It's sucking my life. I don't think I can do this for much longer. And you don't know where to go. And so I would encourage you come over to the wedding pro CEO community. Come join my mastermind. Come get in the accelerator, the accelerator, the mastermind, the community were built with you in mind because I was you. I walked your shoes. I know what it feels like to build a business that feels like it is running you instead of you running it. And I promise you there is a better way. I promise you that you can love your business. It can pay you well and that you can have a great team that you're so proud of. My biggest struggle in my business was success. And so I hope some of you resonate with that. And I would love to help you if you are resonating with that right now. I love these question and answer episodes. And listen, I'm an open book. You can come into my DMs. You can come into the Wedding Pro CEO community and ask me questions anytime. I love getting to connect with you. Come into the community, ask the questions. Let's have fun over there and let's level up your business together. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning question. When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do. And we can talk about it, think through it, and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing. And if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. 
The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.